Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Uh, it's the end of the season, very sadly. Um, so uh, I am here to discuss the whole year uh, and the... I was going to say ups and downs, but the downs and then the ups. <laughs> it's probably easier to do it that way. Um, so I'm Liam and I'm here with Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hi. And Paul. Hello. And Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. 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 Right. Um, well, let's... Shall we start with Luton and then go back and look at the whole season? Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> cool. Um, wasn't what we wanted. Cool. So, back to the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite right. Um, yeah, it was, it was an odd game because obviously um, they wanted to win it to become champions. Um, we sort of wanted to, wanted to ruin their party a bit, but I don't think we were that fussed about it. Um, in fact, I wasn't fussed about it until it was 2-1. And then I thought, hang on, (laughs) we could do this and it'd be really funny. Um, but you know, they, they were champions and, and to be honest, um, from that game, I thought they were, were a very good side. Um, the game earlier in the season, I thought we dominated it, but the, the game at the end of the season, I thought they looked a great side and, and probably them and Barnsley, Deserved, deserved promoted sides. From being at the game on Saturday, um, it was just from start to finish. It was Luton's day. Um, every, everything about it was just, it just, um, yeah, it was just completely their their occasion. To be honest, I mean, we got to, I went to a pub in Luton before the game. Dangerous idea, I know. Um, For a but, diet coke um, and. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And um, it was, I think it was a designated away pub, but it was absolutely crammed with singing Luton fans and from the minute you got there to the minute you got to the ground and through the whole game I just I could never see us getting anything to be honest even when we scored I still thought this is Luton's game I'm afraid it just it was rather like you know everyone's talked about it yesterday because the anniversary rather like it was our day against Wickham that day and you couldn't see anything else happening I just think it was uh, yeah it was never going to be any outcome but that um, I, I felt that from the minute I got to Luton to be honest yeah I think um, I think there are some teams that will be the case um, I think Oxford are one of those teams um, obviously Luton Pompey Sunderland Charlton you know there's a, a big old fan base when they go to Wembley they take a, a shed ton of fans and yeah. uh, and when they are automatically promoted and they're bidding to be champions or or you know they've got the chance to get promoted on the last day it, the fans will turn out and they'll make a, a celebration throughout um mm. and and yeah the comparison against against Wickham's a, a good one I think um against a, a side that will finish mid-table regardless uh they wanted slash needed the win and, and they got it yeah yeah absolutely. but I did I do think as a as a performance, we were all right. I don't think we were phenomenal, but I, I don't think we looked mid-table to their autos. I think we looked solid. Yeah, we, we, we had a spell in, that, in the second half of probably 15 to 20 minutes after we got the goal where we, we played some really nice stuff and, and looked, looked, put them on the back foot and looked dangerous. But you're right, they, that... I, They'd gone on, they've now gone unbeaten through the season at home and that's some achievement to be you know to go unbeaten at home all season and I think we, we pushed them reasonably well um, considering all of that so and, and like you were saying it was their day wasn't it they, they, it was there was a wave of emotion behind them and 
they deserve to win. Yeah, and it, it has to be said as well. It's it's from coming up last year. It's I hate to give Luton credit, but it's a hell of an <laughs> achievement. That is that is incredible. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And the vibe there is is phenomenal by the looks of it. Um, yeah. And and yeah, all we can do is congratulate them. Some people talk about hating them. <laughs> I I don't. I I think that there's like a, a bantery rivalry between the two but realistically we've we've played them in all the all the top five divisions and we've got a decent fan base and so particularly when we were looking sort of conference days and stuff like that and we were the two big fish um those were huge games and it was it was a game when it, like in in league two even it, it was a game between two teams that wanted promotion it wasn't teams going through the motions or or parking the bus, um, so I think there's yeah. there's kind of a mutual respect and and it's nice to see a club of Luton size going up and that's not belittling them at all. Um, their budget was significantly less than Sunderland's and Portsmouth's, and they did it. So yeah. good for them. They meant you you mentioned the game in the in the conference that was um, if I remember rightly used as a a kind of a. Um, in the in the bid for England getting the World Cup, you know, uh, the the bid process of getting the World Cup was to sort of say, look, this is the fifth tier of English football, and there's twelve thousand people there on yeah. a Tuesday night watching a game of football. You know, this it, it was it was highlighted in the in the bid um, sort of process. I'm sure it, it was something like um, had Luton beaten York City in the play- playoff semi final. The FA were going to invite FIFA and stage it as the biggest world, uh, biggest non-league football game ever because I think it would have right. attracted seventy-five thousand. Um, probably, yeah. Um, probably, yeah. And they were they, they were sort of going to say, "What other country in the world can do that?" You know. Mm. So uh, where where else is the passion there? But you know. Well, maybe next year with Notts County and whoever they're against. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, gone down. Um, yeah. So yes, that's that's Luton sort of briefly covered, and, and well done to them, um, as mentioned. Um, right, let's look at Oxford United season and and um, try to be realistic but positive at the same time. Uh, absolutely dreadful start, no mistake in that. There were injuries, but you don't want to be losing the first four games. <laughs> you don't want to lose Simon Eastwood as your goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think. I think you can sort of sum up the season up until about 12 games ago um, as fits and starts. We were losing three or four on the bounce and then we'd get a a run and you'd go, we've turned a corner. And it would be a run of, you know, three draws and a win or two. And then we would lose three on the trot again. Um, And that was it. And, And so we weren't getting any further away from the relegation zone. Um, is that fair to say that until twelve games ago, that was yeah. everything, really, wasn't it? I think that sums yeah, up yeah. the the whole season. That, yeah, very, I mean, very right. Yeah, and I think it, it seems to be a very sort of um, I don't know modern sort of Twitter fueled thing to to want to blame something all on one issue um, to put all your apples in. I think if it, it, I keep reading this thing. Well, had Eastwood not been out at the start, we'd be in the playoffs now. And I'm not fully convinced of that. I mean, it wasn't just the goalkeeper that was the issue at the start of the season. The, you know, you, there's also this thing, had we not persisted with um, Sam Smith for so long? 
had we not done this, that, and the other, I think it's I think it's a collection of things that just didn't go right. Um, poor decisions or things that went against us, um, you know, in terms of luck. I think it's a fair few different things that that, that that contributed to the fairly sort of rubbish first half, first two thirds of the season. Um, well, I think I think recruitment must be hard when you've gone from tenth. Um, in sort of December, January time, down to battling against relegation the season before the one just gone. Um, And so you're trying to bring in people going, no, we're not going to be fighting against relegation. And so you probably lose a few targets in doing that. Uh, You get some targets. We must have all been absolutely buzzing when we signed Ricky Holmes and Carruthers. And, you know, there are a few players. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all these players you can go, brilliant. That That is a great name to have. Um, and a lot of them just didn't work out. You mentioned Sam Smith there. It just didn't work out. Um, yeah. I don't know what the deal was with Cameron Norman, but you know he was forced into the yeah. team when he wasn't sort of... They weren't planning to use him. And then he seemed to do really well, but dropped out. And lots of people yeah. talked about various you know conspiracy theories, but the truth is he then went to another club who ended up going down... And he played the first three or four games with them and then didn't make another appearance. So there's mm. something more to that. That's not Oxford mm. United's issue. I would say that's Cameron Norman's issue. Um, and he seemed like a, an all right... Or he seemed like a good player. So hopefully he'll, um, he'll be able to sort that out. Um, and then I guess on, on the flip side of players not working out we thought would, I seem to remember when we signed Gavin White, nobody was that excited. Nobody thought it was terrible, but nobody seemed to think that was amazing um so often it's, it's almost, those signings isn't it <laughs> it's almost as if making knee-jerk uh judgments on players before we've seen them play isn't a good idea <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah one of the interesting ones is jerome sinclair you know we we signed him he went for four million pounds a few uh, a couple of years ago so he's had another two years experience oh well he's he's rubbish like how many goals has he scored rah 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 rah, rah. we signed John T. smith who's 25 by the way who's 25, from a few tiers down, that's the type of player we want to get. What? Yeah. No, we've, yeah. we've taken a punt <laughs> on him, but you can't go, he should be in the team. He's not proved himself anywhere. Whereas Jerome yeah. Sinclair has played at higher levels. Um, yeah, these, these reactions are incredible. And, and, I mean, you mentioned White there. When he came on against Luton, the game changed. When he went off against Doncaster, the game changed. And both in the way that support how good Gavin White can be. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think player. everyone loves um, a player and... who's direct and runs at players. You know, gets them on the back foot, can move the ball up the pitch. You know, from your defensive third to their defensive third, within a matter of seconds. It's what you want. Which reminds yeah. me, someone earlier on in the season <laughs> says we need to get Yemi back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oxford fans are incredible. I think every club's got them, but you know some things you hear and you can't, um, <laughs> you can't not laugh. Can we just can we mention maybe Pep the Twitter account quickly? Ha ha ha! Yeah, the thing is with that Twitter account, it sort of came out of nowhere and then it seems to have vanished just as we started to turn the corner. Actually, turn the corner. Which is a bit annoying, really. <laughs> oh, is it gone from Twitter now? Oh no, it it still exists. It's just not tweeting. Oh okay. Um, oh okay. And That's I mean the same with all trolls, though, isn't it? It's it's that Twitter account possibly alone 
that really wants me to get promoted or Oxford to get promoted next season. <laughs> it's things <laughs> yeah. like that. You think, come on, that that person deserves to be shown up. We we should be playing Birmingham City next year, and ideally. You know, he won't be there anymore. <laughs> and there can be a like, well, don't you wish you were here for one of the teams? Yeah. Anyway, you know, it's a really odd thing for a professional to do. Right, so uh, awards have come up this uh, this time. We've, we've talked about um, player of the season last match, uh, or last podcast. <laughs> Best goal. Oh, I mean, I think you could look at this two ways, is it? The technique of the strike, or is it what it meant? <laughs> because, think, go on, Paul. Sorry, I think James Henry's disallowed goal for handball. <laughs> <laughs> is this just so you can bring up a referee decision again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you if you're going for one that counts, Ruffles is going to be up there against Wickham. Yeah, yeah it, and I mean, or, fits uh, both categories. Or um, Gavin White against Charlton. Yeah, yeah I, that was very good. My yeah. um, my money would probably be on Mackey's again. Uh, Mackey's against Bradford. Sorry, uh, I should specify which one. Yeah. Uh, the technique is pretty good, but in terms of what it means and the drama behind it, um, mm. yeah, yeah, that I, I think special. yeah, I'd say either um, for what the goal meant, I'd say either the Jamie Mackey one um, and and the six minutes that followed it, or the um, Jerome Sinclair at Walsall. Um, just simply because uh, it was we had been down to ten men for for half a game um, that we had just cleared one off the line that would have sent it to two two and probably robbed us of two points um, and the fact that it was so late in the game it secured the win and I think I'm right in saying took us to fifty two points which was pretty much safety for everything that that meant I think I'd probably just say that one even though it was you know a fairly bog standard goal just for what it meant I'd probably put that one up there yeah fair enough uh, Simon what are your thoughts I yeah there's everyone's mentioned some really good goals I, 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 um, Gavin White's at Charlton for, for, for technique I, th- I think I'd have to go with with you and, and say Mackie against Bradford because of what it meant not only what it meant and how important it was, but the technique to, to finish. The the touch, you know, the first touch to sort of set himself up and then the volley is incredible technique, even if it, you know, that if that had been a nothing game, you'd say, well, that's a hell of a goal. But to do that in a game of such importance at the, you know, at the end of a game of such importance was, took some bottle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, well, as we as we all know, I know it's not technique, but um, he was the guy that told the ref to ask the other assistant um, and go and mm. speak with his fourth official, which was invaluable mm. in terms of that. Yeah. Um, best if away going, day. Sorry, if you're going for technique, you could also put in Nelson on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was very good. I mean, with the run as run, well. His run at the beginning mm. was was incredible. Um, um, best away day. What do we think? Oh. Um, I'm going to go for two again. <laughs> I'm very indecisive. Uh, I'm going to go for two. I'm going to go for Blackpool, just because it was the first away win and it felt like we'd um, uh, just just uh, sort of got that monkey off our back um, and what a goal to win it with as well, that free kick. Um, and this is a bit of a weird one, but Peterborough away. It was a 2-2 draw, but it was a great game of football it was very end to end, and I don't know if you've done Peterborough away, but it's a really good day out because they've got 
this barge just next to the ground, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was a that was a very good day out. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned Blackpool being our first away win. Uh, it was in February, the end of February. What? That's how Jesus long it took us. Twenty third of February. Um, oh, but what, what about that Scunthorpe one? Were we three nil at home? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that isn't the highest on the list. Um, <laughs> it's that's probably joint with Barnsley as least favourite. Oh God, yeah. Um, Paul, best away day. I probably can't really add any more to what Fraser's already had. Sorry, Paul. Added so. I don't go to many away games. No, no, at Wickham. <laughs> that was fun that you went to. The Juventus uh, count. <laughs> um, Simon, best away day. I, I um, yeah, Peterborough is always good for the barge, um, and there's been, we've had some good games there. I think I thought Sunderland away was great. You know, that's after losing four oh, on yeah. the trot at the start of the season, and then to take however many we took half the length or the whole length of the country more or less and and then a night out in Newcastle so yeah. and, <laughs> as a weekend it was and Ricky good. Holmes is and, and a great Ricky performance free yeah. kick. oh my god that was wonderful yeah. and, and a team yeah. there who've got I don't know what their budget is must be five or six times hours and biggest but you know biggest club in the division and all of that sort of yeah. stuff and they re, they resort to kicking Gavin um, Marcus Brown off the pitch because yeah. they couldn't cope with him it was that was yeah that was a mm. good day Fair enough. Um, I would probably go with possibly Shrewsbury. I think from mm, having yeah. having Cashy sent off uh, and then sort of the two goals so close together, seeing White absolutely on song, um, yeah. I, I'd be tempted to go go with that. But I mean, the, I think the last sort of two months of the season have not completely cleared the air. <laughs> But they've made the season look a lot more positive than it felt for most of it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we can we can look at those. And yeah, we did lose on the last day of the season, but to have lost was that our first loss in twelve games or eleven games? Yeah. So you know, I, the last um, ten games we got twenty one points. So yeah, yeah absolutely amazing. Um, okay, so. Uh, other things to discuss. Robbie Hall, Curtis Nelson, both off with contracts. We haven't actually had the rest of the retained list, but by the time this podcast goes out, we may have, so uh, we might look pretty stupid. But, um, right decisions? I think it's right to offer them a contract. Hopefully they sign it. Um, there's doubts on Nelson, um, but I think that he is replaceable. Um, and Hall is a bit of a he is a gamble, but it depends what sort of contract you offer. If it's a pay-as-you, you know, play sort of thing, then that's fine. Yeah, I think um, I think going by what Robbie Hall said in recent interviews, he will be signing. If not, I don't know what's in that contract. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's mowing Robbo's lawn, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm sure he'll be signing. Um, part of me would love Nelson to sign just to sort of shut a few people up <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it when people seem in the know but but you, you they're probably not uh, and I'd love them yeah. to be shown not to be he, I, he's had an exceptional season he's played every single minute of every game we've played in the league this season I saw a stat today he's he's 
played more minutes, obviously, with the more than 90 minutes every game, more minutes than any player in this division this Which, season. Which, considering uh, at Wickham, they get nine minutes added on each half. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. It's some going. Yeah. So And, and he's been... Obviously, with the captaincy going, I think he's he's been a real pro. He's he's been very, very worthwhile. Offering him another contract, definitely, I'd keep him, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, League One, um, Luton and Barnsley got promoted. Uh, who do we think is going up in the playoffs? We got Charlton, Doncaster, and Portsmouth, Sunderland as the semi-finals. It's Charlton for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm with. Yeah. I'm with Paul on that. Yeah, Charlton. Yeah, they're the team in form. Yeah. Um, and and the and playing really well. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Uh, I, I. Which they would be if they were in form. <laughs> they? You can cut that phrase. Yeah, they're the team in form and they're playing yeah, really well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jerome. <laughs> Sorry. They they are in form. Um, and uh, and I think. Uh, I, w- I would like that the most because um, I've just actually finished watching the Netflix series on Sunderland. Uh, and can I just say, <laughs> their podcast, they've got their own studio. <laughs> it's all, yeah. all professional mics, all of that stuff. Yeah. We haven't. Yeah, good We're for recording them. on phones, yeah, by yeah. the way. We're multinational. <laughs> yeah, we are multinational. Exactly. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, I'd much rather that than a fancy <laughs> studio. <laughs> Carl Robinson's got the the team performing as he says they always should have been. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I think he's. I think he's right. Um, there's. It, it it takes an effort to remember that we've we've actually got a pretty good squad. Um, one that that obviously should have been performing a lot better than it was. Now, why it didn't, I I, I don't know whose fault that is. I mean, the buck stops with the manager. But I think something that the last 10 games has done is it's saved or improved uh, his reputation, uh, something chronic. I mean, I don't think just from our fan base, but maybe from the wider you know, football world looking in at our level, must have been thinking, what is going on with Carl Robinson in Oxford this year? Because um, he's, you know, no matter what we think of him, he usually does well. Um, uh, whether he's at MK or Charlton, he's normally sort of in and around playoff places or up there, and he said himself, I think he'd never been in that sort of situation before in in a relegation fight. Um, so I think if if anything, it's it saved his his reputation slightly the last the last sort of ten games. Um, and as we've said all along, look, I am certainly not his biggest fan. I haven't ever been, and I'm I can't say I am now. I think the jury's firmly out on Carl Robinson. Um, but and as we've said all along, he's he regardless of what we think, the board have repeatedly said that they are backing him completely. So um, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of point to to, to want him to go. No, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got yeah. some momentum throughout the team now, and if it, the important thing is to carry that through to next season because we didn't have the momentum last season. Yeah. At the beginning of this this season, um, from last season. Uh, it'll be interesting next season because obviously M- MK Dons went up, so it'll be interesting to see him against them and and see the reaction from their fans. Yeah, because uh, I know that some turned against him for getting them relegated from the championship, despite the fact he got them promoted to the championship, um, yeah. which 
that's football fans to a T, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So, looking on to next season, um, uh, obviously we know who went down. Um, Lincoln, Berry, MK Dons went up. Uh, Tranmere or Newport will be joining them. The other team that will obviously be in the league next season to play MK Dons is Wimbledon, so that's always fun to look out for, isn't it? Mm. I wonder if that will get any press coverage. Also, just a word on Wimbledon. The, the fact they've got out of jail is crazy. Well, yes. Considering where they were, my God. That is, uh, yeah, that is pretty impressive. Yeah, I think a few teams you'd look at and, and say, well, you managed to dig yourself out in the end. Bristol Rovers um, were obviously down there and struggling as well and, and got up to 15th. Um, Plymouth, it, absolutely amazing. They were dead and buried, and then they were safe, and then they were dead and buried and safe, and then they went down. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that's an interesting one. And, and Wickham and Accrington both stayed up with it was less than a million was their transfer budget, wasn't it? Uh, really? Their really? wage budget, like absolutely amazing. Well done to them. Right. So, where, how do you reckon next season will go for us? Um, in fact, first of all, released players. Any anyone been released thus far that you think, yeah, that's who I'd like. There's a goal. There's a goalkeeper from down the road who's just been released. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know that that fan on a piece of string. <laughs> that could be him. Yeah. Um, I would go Leon Clark. I know that he's got um, history down the road, but he actually fell out with Tacanio, so I quite like it. Yeah, brilliant. Um, brilliant. Uh, and McEachern. Mm, uh, I think, you know, he's a name that always comes up. He's local, actually, isn't he? I think so, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so those would be my two that, that come up, but probably big old wages coming from the championship. Yeah, we've, I think we've, we've shifted some hefty wages from last season. You know, the, the players that were here on long, longish contracts who haven't featured this year, you know, Bukowski and Tian Dali and people like that who were costing an awful lot of money. Um, and we've, We've shifted them, so I think there'll be a little bit to play with. You'd hope so, with the amount of money we've got in uh, in the boardroom. Yeah, um, if if ten million, or it's between five and ten billion, isn't it? Walk onto the pitch because they want to invest. Don't boo them. <laughs> True. Yeah, yes. that was interesting. I think they were they were kind of shot down straight away. Um, but it, yeah, interesting decision. Um, any anyone else bring to mind in terms of release players or transfer listed that you'd be interested in? Matt Tubbs. <laughs> I saw that Carruthers was uh, transfer listed. Yeah, but and, he's uh, just so been injured all year. Right. Um, yeah, I saw someone say he's the perfect replacement for Nelson. What? Oh, okay. Wasn't Nelson the perfect replacement for Wright? For Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know whether they'll come to us, but I... Carruthers, before this season, seemed to be... Carl Robinson's man, didn't he? He did, but then he was injured all season, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so it's it's how he bounces back. And there's some good ones. Um, is it McCready or something? The centre back. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's played for Robinson before, so I wouldn't be surprised if we are replacing Nelson if it's somebody like him. Mm. Well, and yeah, a good good solid player. So. Yeah. Um, okay, and then where do we think? Do we think we'll be competing in the right end next season? Yeah, I hope. I hope so. We, you, you, 
if we retain as I think retention is as important as, as recruitment this summer if we can retain the core of that, that side that ended the season so well um, and have enough players during the pre-season that we don't knacker the ones we've got um, and go into next season bright and uh, you know fresh I think we've got as good a chance as, as a definite, definitely a playoff chance next year I think Sounds good to me Fraser what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree with everything Simon has said, really. I, I think that we've got to think we've got a chance. I mean, the the run that we've just put together, um, the, the major players who've contributed to that are hopefully going to be here next season. You know, you're Gavin White's and, and and I keep having to remind myself, Gavin White is our player and he's not unknown from somewhere because he seems too good mm. to be true that he's our player. But, um, yeah, I think Lego had that when he he signed for us. So many people were moaning because we were playing a lone player. Yeah. Yeah, ahead of Rothwell. Well, yeah. they were both our players. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think we have to think that we've got a good chance next year. I mean, it's um, it's like you say, it's about getting the recruitment right in the summer. Um, and just as every promoted team gets, you you've got to have luck on your side as well, which you mm. can't really uh you can't really uh control, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've got, I've got big hopes for next season. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll do a pod before next season when we go. Yeah, we did sell half of our squad. So what do we now think? <laughs> so Eastwood's gone. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul. Yeah, I think we're going to be up there. Um, I think that Sykes is going to step up as well, and be a key player for us next year. And I think Dicky will as well. Good. Yeah. Uh, all all positive on the uh, fence end front. I mean, um, I think I think just t- just um, referring to something that we talked about right at the start of the pod is that um, if there was no Luton fans sitting about twelve months ago saying you know we could we could take League One next year, um, I think as much as we might dislike them, we've we've got to look at that season for them as an example of of what you can do, and it's not necessarily about having the biggest budget. Absolutely. Uh, they've got such a tight squad. Yeah. And interestingly, you know, they they lost their manager halfway through the season, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, you know, and it, it it's it didn't didn't derail them. No. And and from their incredible uh, you know, run of form, they were able to draw so many of the last few games. Um mm. they obviously lost to to Charlton in the end, uh, who we beat the next game. And uh and you know, still still finished top, which is which is phenomenal. So hopefully we can uh yeah, why not? I like positivity. Let's see what happens. Uh, Fraser, do we have a phone in? Oh, I do think we do. Uh... Okay, well, I've got one for you. If you want to be, if you want to be you, and then I'll phone you. Okay, shall I be? Okay. <laughs> who shall I be? Roll, roll reversal. Okay, uh, we've got Liam on line one. Liam, are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, how are you? Yeah, all good, all good. What do you want to say? Good. Um, I wasn't at the game. To, uh, I wasn't at the game today. Um, I was on my way to the game, and I hit a pothole <laughs> in uh, King's in End. Fraser Webster's <laughs> <laughs> Um That was all just a segue to say congratulations, oh. Fraser. What is what is election? It's like an election. Well done, well done to all the fence end people that voted Thank as you. well. Thanks very much. <laughs> also, weren't you showing a spoil? Um, yeah, slip, I, I think I'm allowed slip. to say this. Uh, I don't see any reason why not. So, um, 
when you when you're at the election count, they gather you round and uh, they let you know what the result is um, before they announce it, uh, and then they they show each of the candidates the um, the spoiled ballot paper. So if someone's marked more than one box or someone's you know scribbled on it in some way, uh, in case you want to challenge it and say actually no, I think that's that's my vote or whatever. So they sh- <laughs> they showed me they showed me and the two other candidates, so the Labour guy and the and the Tory the. Uh, the spoiled ballot papers, and one of them um, had just written ne- in the box next to my name, come on, you yellows. <laughs> <laughs> so that that vote doesn't count, just yeah. to make that so clear. If that had come down Anyone to who one does vote... vote for a yellow in the future, amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank but you. Come for... on, you yellows. Well done. <laughs> thank you for whoever did that. But yeah, it didn't count as a vote. <laughs> We definitely can't get too political <laughs> on the podcast. So let's, let's draw a line there, but well done, well done Fraser. Fraser. Thank um, you very we're much. really Thank proud you. of you at, at the you. podcast. Um, and yeah, what a great thing. Let's, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've been asked many times about stadium building and stuff. Yeah, um, some man called uh, Tom or Tim or something <laughs> on Twitter. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, might, have, might have mentioned it. Was it Tiger? Tiger Tim. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh so that's all we have time for for this season. We'll be back a few times, uh, including a blooper reel Woo! through um pre season, which we're all very excited about. Buzzy. Um uh obviously thank you for listening. Uh again, hi Tim, hi Kath. Uh hi Liam too, I believe has has started re listening as well. Hey. Um and of course we all congratulate King Maha Vajira Longcorn for his um his reigning of Thailand. Um, thanks very much for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.